This is the Rich Eisen Show. Only those who wish to listen may do so. That's a thinker. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. What is your sense of uh, Roger's participation of the spring? He's here, he's present, and when I say present, I mean he's fully engaged, and uh, it's really cool just to watch him uh, operate from play to play and in the way he works. Earlier on the show, Chargers general manager Tom Telesco, Falcons general manager Terry Fontenot, Still to come, NBA on TNT analyst, Kenny the Jet Smith. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air here on the Roku channel. We are live 12 to 3 Eastern every single day. And if you miss any of our show, there's the Rich Eisen Show collection, which is called uh, that because it's a huge collection of our past and current Shows It's a video-on-demand service, part of our awesome relationship with Roku and the Roku channel. And uh, we're free on all Samsung, on all Amazon Fire TVs, all Roku devices. Select Samsung Smart TV. We are free on the Roku app, the RokuChannel.com. If you missed Tom Telesco, if you missed Terry Fontenot, the general managers of the Chargers and also the Falcons, we re-air once again at the end of this hour, Channel 210. There's our podcast. You can listen to us every single day whenever you want through the Cumulus Podcast Network where all podcasts are acquired. Um, so you can check out today's show. You can check out yesterday's show. is just a dynamite program. We're coming back from our, our weekend. Chris Mannix in studio, all hour number two. Kevin Pollack telling stories from the usual suspects and a few good men and Jack Nicholson and casino stories involving Don Rickles. And the f- new father, Robert De Niro. Wow. Um, <laughs> wow. Um, he, he, if you missed any of that, it's it's all available. There's our YouTube page, YouTube uh, as well, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. If you're just joining us, a, a shocking conclusion to our number two where, um, you know, uh, and I apologize to all the fans who are um, fans of uh, NBA teams that missed the playoffs or already bounced that there are two guys water skiing behind the Sixers and Celtics yachts tonight who are afraid to watch game five. I, I'm, I'm, I'm almost embarrassed right now. <laughs> Why? Because uh, your team has no shot? No, it's got nothing. Why would you even – what do you mean my team has no shot? First of all, as you know, I'm a casual Knicks fan. So oh, a, you've been all in this year. No, I have been because Jalen Brunson has been That's terrific I mean. and, and I enjoy watching him play, but – Honestly, like PJ and I are living and dying with each jumper, right, and the way this roller coaster, living. you know, season and series you're, is gone, it's like it's hard to watch. You're living and dying, right? Living, so you're alive. Your team's alive. It is when they the, do dumb things. Do, I, I'm dying. A piece of me dies. You know the number of times that I sat <laughs> in my living room watching Michigan play Ohio State. And watching this thing go so poorly for me, year after year after year, the the number of times Susie would just walk in the room and see me prone on the floor, <laughs> depressed, and then wanted to just leave me alone and then came back five minutes later and the score was 14 points worse than five minutes before. And I would get the, oh, honey, the number of times that I would turn away from a game while leaving it on as it's just going and circling the drain. And I would then throw myself, myself into the love of my children and just play games with them on the floor. I, the, I'm so happy now that Michigan has flipped the script in a way 
even though those games give me intense feelings of anxiety. You don't have to watch. I'm alive, though. It is a number of times when I was getting, Michigan was getting its ass kicked, and I'm like, man, Alabama fans don't go through this. Georgia fans don't go through this. I mean, there are anxious no, moments, but it's just like you don't, you don't have these moments where you're totally depressed and you're wondering when it's going to change. And, man, instead of living and dying with the, the action, you're like, uh, hey, do you want to uh, play another game of war? What else? With this deck of cards? What hey, else can I watch? Hey, kiddo, do you want to you know, play a little uh, Monopoly? Huh? No, you're alive tonight. The alternative is you're eliminated. You don't make it. You're gone. Bucks fans, would they like to be involved tonight? Do you think? Yeah. Do you think? Uh, well, not according to Giannis. Oh, hold on a minute. Giannis think, doesn't think it was a, dis- a disappointment. You this think? Year. Oh, please. You think Memphis? You think the Memphis Grizzlies want to be part of tonight's action? What do you think? Yeah, probably. Don't you think? Toilets. That's where they are. <laughs> Speaking of Whether toilets, I watch on. tonight, the game's going to be played, and the result is going to be what the result oh is. I have no fact. I, I do not factor in the outcome. And speaking of that's toilets, because, I've already had one team whose whole season went down the toilet. I had to go through this yes. this roller coaster of emotion. This now I got to do it again. But this is why you have multiple teams, TJ's, because yeah. you got options. Because I'm a because uh, uh, most people uh, listening uh, to this don't have options. No. That's true. No. You have options because you I'm have a glutton for punishment. No you, no, you have options. You're Don't smart. say 19 teams. You've got I got 19 two. teams. He's got 19 teams. <laughs> 19 teams. The whole. They're not 19. I'm just folks saying, I can say, I'm already bald. I have no hair to rip out. I could save myself a little anxiety tonight by not watching. You're watching. You're not only watching, you're clearing the room. Get out of here, man. I got a game. Up. You know what? You really want to talk about anxiety? My, He's got to sign over. Cooper's, Cooper's got. A, his little league playoffs begin tonight. What time? We might come to that. Come on by. Come on down. I think we're coming. First pitch, right when there's tip off between the Celtics okay. and the Sixers. And I'd rather. I'm happy to. And I don't have to watch. I I'm can ha- watch you. I'm boy. happy to counter program your anxiety by having you come and watch mine. <laughs> oh, this, you guys should see this guy at a game. Come on. Oh, no, I can already tell. Come oh, on, man. Tell. You make it sound like it's bad. You know, Rich Chris. I know, I can already tell. Hey, should I? Should we live stream Rich watching should, the game today? Yeah, no. You should, we should put a no. POV. No, we shouldn't. It's Coop pitching? live. Yep. Rich Eisen. Excuse me. Now you've opened the can. Is Coop pitching? No. Okay. Well, at least it's not scheduled. I don't know. We haven't found out yet, but I don't think so. Okay. But does he have pitching on I'm some, just trying to excuse me, shift focus stop. off of me. You now must. You now <laughs> must. You now must explain. I'm not like yelling at umps no, or no, other no. parents. No, 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 or no, no, my no, no. That's Absolutely not. That's Susie's job. Just when you Rich say just when you paces. say when you say stuff like that, and it's a youth sport that my son you, is playing and my child oh, is playing. No, and no, you, yeah. Okay. I just You're mean, like, no. Rich has this super nervous energy. Like I yeah, give him grief in the morning. He's a, he's a pacer on I the pace, telephone. The I do pace. And he, he's you pacing pace. watching little league games. I, don't, I can't sit on, I, I don't sit. He doesn't sit. I stand he, behind he the home plate. Yeah. I stand. And then he goes around, he nervously eats peanuts. Yeah, I, I do. I, do. Yeah. I, I went through a whole bag of peanuts. Yeah, a whole bag of peanuts. Well, you need some sunflower seeds tonight. Coop was pitching. I don't do sunflower seeds. He was pitching that. What? No, it's peanuts. Really? You're a peanut guy? Yeah. I, I de-shell and I, I eat. Yeah. And then I go in again. You put them right on the ground? Until the bag is done. <laughs> you put them right on the ground? Then I go in again. Garbage them. <laughs> so, I'm happy, to, I'm happy to counter-program your anxiety by displaying mine. Please come by. As you know, my children always 
appreciate Cage Brockman time, always. Although last the, time he was, was he heckling the home plate umpire? He was, was, he he was the catcher. He was, he's, he, catcher. he's very into the catchers. Okay. He likes the mask and the equipment. Ah, yeah. Very good. Cage was heckling the catcher. How was he heckling the catcher? He just was just like, like, hey, catcher. That's what he, was he was literally yelling, hey, yeah. catcher. Yeah, hey, hey catcher. That's what he's screaming. Hey, catcher. And some poor 12-year-old kid who's got <laughs> on the tools. Like, he's just like, what, what is that high-pitched voice of, what's going on? Hey, catcher. Hey, catcher. Seriously, would you ra- Would you really come to the, this game and not watch the Celtics Sixers game five? Come on. I understand. Yeah. You're going you're gonna to be home. This is it. Toss-up. I don't know. Literally, it's truly as tip-off happens. That's where I'll be. So we're a dumb team, and I just can't keep watching it. Okay, enjoy it. Give me a break. And it's not. En- Do you think I enjoy watching these games? You must. Here's the deal, right? I was telling him you have to. I, I felt so. I was so tense watching that Sixers Celtics last game, and then the Nugget Suns came on, and it was a great game. And the feeling I had watching that was just like, I love basketball. I'm just watching a game. Correct. I, had, I was not tense. Emotion, I, you're I not emotionally no invested. And it was so much more fun to watch that game. Yes, but imagine, imagine the alternative is that your team is so bad. I, You know what? It has been, I remember I, I used to root for the Rangers before, you know, Dolan beat that out of me too. <laughs> and so I, I just remember... I remember one year, I forget what year it was. So I'm on SportsCenter and I wanted to call baseball games. I kept knocking on the door of everybody there saying, just let me do this. And, you know, I was in a position of being uh, considered too valuable on SportsCenter to be let off the desk to do assignments I wanted. And I understood that. And I'm like, I'm, I'm totally appreciative of you saying that I can't be let out. But after a while, you know, the... 150th 2 a.m. Sports Center of the year isn't as important to me as maybe cutting my teeth on calling baseball games, which I always wanted to do as a kid. So the options I would have were few and far between. And one time it came down, Rich, we need you to call a baseball game if, if there's a game seven in a certain playoff series. I forget it involved the Avalanche. And that, that if there is a Game 7, we will need to move this game to here and we'll air a game on ESPN2 that you're going to call. If, if the hockey results go a certain way. And I then turned into the hockey game and rooted for the result I needed. And I hadn't been emotionally invested in a hockey game in forever. Mm-hmm. And I, w- I missed it. You know? I missed being emotionally invested. I'm like, wow, this is great to be emotionally invested in a playoff hockey game that, by the way, went to overtime. And as you know, there's nothing more exhilarating than a Stanley oh. Cup playoff game going to overtime. Perfect. So I forgot about it. Just so, you know, I just counsel you to. I understand that when the result, you know, puts you through the ringer, you're just alive. You're alive, baby. You're alive. Go Jimmy V. You know, you're like you're, you're, your toes are in the grass. You're laughing, you're crying. That's a day. You know, like the alternative, you know, ask a Sacramento King fan. That's why they were lighting the beam like crazy after 17 years. Tell me, would I like to be emotionally invested in an, in an NFL playoff game? It's been a while. Literally, my child has been born in Bar Mitzvah. And the, actually, my youngest has been born and yet to be Bar Mitzvah. 
And, and I haven't seen a Jets play. Isn't it a bat A mitzvah? playoff game. Bat mitzvah is for my daughter. Oh, she's your youngest as well. No, my, my youngest son. Gotcha. That's why I said bar mitzvah. It's okay. I'm sorry. I'm just I trying to everyone, learn. Everyone should learn. just keep up with my Judaism. So, <laughs> you know, come on, guys. This is not going to be fun tonight. Yes, it is. Unless, so, so what's fun? Rocking chair experience that you're up by 10 and you don't relinquish a double-digit lead the yeah, entire that's time? That's, that's, that's what you're rooting cool. for tonight. Yeah, okay. blowout. Either, by the way, blowout either way. I want a blowout win or oh, we blowout loss. Are we getting into this argument again? Are we really getting into this argument? Well, in again? this in this particular point, like if we're down, you'd 30, rather your team get blown out so you don't have to be emotionally invested and have that gut wrenching loss that it takes for an entire twenty four hour period to get over. Twenty four, well, Rich. I know. Yeah. I understand that your teams aren't ever in the playoffs, uh, so you don't have this these feelings, guy. <laughs> but this, this is guy. what it, this is what it's like. This this is what it's like. Guy, last place. Plus, my baseball team stinks. I mean, what do you want? <laughs> what I want is for you to enjoy tonight's game. I'm not enjoying it. Enjoy There's nothing enjoyable it's about be this. Awful. Nothing enjoyable tonight. Nothing. I got to live and die on whether James Harden made a stop in Vegas before he got to Boston or not. That's what I got to live and die with tonight. And I got to worry about my center's knee, the ligament just snapping, which he hits the ground 85 times a yeah, game. And it's just that? like, I, I, Did I say he's questionable tonight. I'll stop it. Come on. <laughs> this, he's got the Kawhi Leonard PTSD <laughs> from game three. I do. Where the guy plays two dynamite games in Phoenix to start his playoff series. And then all of a sudden, we found out this meniscus like was torn in Kaiser game one. Soze, he's gone. That's what I'm saying. I've already gone through this emotion once. I don't really want to have to go through it again. All right. I'm glad we got this out of our system because we have a bona fide, top-notch NBA television analyst <laughs> and former NBA champion coming on this program. Legit. Who, by the way, will be no doubt psyched to uh, be in the building tonight. No doubt. And Turner in Atlanta. You got it out of your system? Yeah, I'm good. Let's take a break then. We come back. It's Kenny the Jet Smith right here on the Rich Eisen Show talking about Game 5s tonight in Boston and Denver. And, of course, his new book, Kenny Smith, coming up. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL Draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is the right product for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. This guy, they're grinding it out right now on uh, on Turner. Two games last night, two games tonight. And to talk about all four of them and the nonstop action we're seeing night after night after night on the NBA playoffs on on TNT and Turner with a new book, Talk of Champions, the stories of people who made me Available today wherever you get your books. The Emmy-nominated analyst, well, they're all, all the analysts are nominated on, uh, on yeah. Inside the NBA. Uh, the great Kenny Smith is back here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Jet? How you doing? Well, I'm doing great, man. Everything's going well. Can't complain. Like you said, late nights, early mornings, but it's all good. What's, it's, it's, it's NBA basketball take, at its best. Take me behind the scenes. What are you doing watching these games? What's it like? Are you sitting on the set? Is it the four of you sitting on a, on your actual set? Do you go to another room, green room, something? Oh, what no, you no, doing? no. We have a green room in the back that becomes uh, the kids' clubhouse. Okay. <laughs> and everything and anything is talked about as the games are going on as well. So it, it's uh, multiple TVs on. Sometimes Charles is, Charles is a big hockey fan. Oh. So we got the hockey guys there, plus he's there. They're watching hockey and basketball simultaneously. And then on certain Tuesdays when the baseball games are going on, then it's a madhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Is there like a assigned seating? Does Shaq have a seat that nobody sits in or Charles? Oh, or no, there's a signed seating. That, oh, well, of course, there's a seat that I've sat in 21 years. Mm-hmm. Charles has sat in for 18, and, and Shaq has sat in for 12. That no one and everyone knows never to sit in. <laughs> and it's... And we, we always play around when someone new comes in. We're like, if, if one of us is missing, oh, yeah, you can sit there. You can sit there. Sit <laughs> <laughs> and then you the f- other person has to make that person move. That's my follow-up. That was my last follow-up question on this before we get to the actual NBA action. Is like, has there ever been a newbie? Like when, I guess, Gretzky came in or something like that, and he just sits well, any, down? Any, any guest that comes in, yeah. you know, the seats are, like, super comfortable. So they like, oh, I'm going to sit here. And 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 if if someone's sitting in Charles's seat, he, and I'm there already in my seat because we're right next to each other. Yes. He looks at me. He doesn't look at the person. <laughs> he looks at he looks at me like it's my fault that I let him do it, and it's vice versa. So. We play games with that. But, yes, it is a side seating. You cannot sit in certain seats in that seat. But I understand that, Kenny, because, you know, if you know that's Charles's seat and Charles isn't in there, you could save him the trouble of being the a-hole. You're making him the a-hole. You could save him. But isn't that the first of his life? <laughs> that is true. That's, that's, my, 
That is my purpose in life. <laughs> <laughs> it's to make Charles the a-hole. I get it. Very yeah. good. Yeah. 100%. That's why your show's so good for as long as it's been, Kenny. I love <laughs> That's so great. Uh, all right, so let's jump in before we get to your book here uh, about um, how in trouble are the defending champion Warriors now that they're down three games to one, Kenny? Well, yeah, I, I mean, there's a 95% rate that they won't make it out of it, you know. So, you know, super trouble. Uh, however, I was blessed to be on one of those 5% teams mm-hmm. that came back from 3-1. The one thing that they could they could point to is game five is at home. So when game five is at home, our, our, our rationale, we're sitting on the team playing, and we go, well, they're not going to beat us in game five at home. It's like, no, they're not coming and, and beat us 4-1 at home. Oh, then all we have to do is win game six because there's no way they're going to win a game seven on our court. <laughs> so you have to have a delusion of grandeur. Yes. But at the same time, you do have two out of the three games at home, which is an advantage. That's why you play for that. And so it does move the needle slightly where you may not be, you know, feeling the same way about game five as a team if you were going into Los Angeles mm-hmm. to play. Yeah, and then obviously game three was a washout. Game four, they, they kind of had the Lakers where they wanted them until Lonnie Walker the fourth took over that game, and we'll hit that in a second, but lingering on the Warriors, uh, as you know, you said you you can point to the fact that they have two of three at home. And Well, we're in the media, Kenny, so we point at things. Um, <laughs> and the finger at what? I mean, what what is the missing part of the team that had the chip last year? What do you got for me on that with the Warriors? What's missing? Well, I, don't, I think they're just smaller this year the Warriors mm-hmm. than, than they have been in the past. Um, so they don't have the same, I would say, the same ability to kind of just dominate physically at times. Uh, when Draymond was playing the four, why am I going blank, by Aussie Center, when they first started out, uh, you know, when they first started their championship run, they had size. Bogut? And then, yes, exactly. And then they would just go small. But now they play small the whole game. So that is a difference. There's no transition from start to finish. And so what happens, they're in more close games. And when you're in more close games, it's like if you drive a car, you know, 30 hours, you know, if you drive a car 20 hours a day, you're going to have a fender bender. I mean, it's just Hmm. natural. And so they have a lot of fender benders because they only play small when they're at their best now. And now the Lakers just have could could you say the Lakers have a deeper team? I I don't know. I mean, obviously they've got a big three with with Golden State and and LeBron and Anthony Davis. Uh, the supporting cast for the Lakers last night it was Lonnie Walker the fourth who came through. Do you do you have any sense of of how deep the Lakers are for a deep run that they appear to be making? Can yeah, I mean that trade deadline was probably the best you know, in basketball, you know, when you pick up who they picked up from Hachimura all the way down to, you know, D'Angelo Russell. And when they started making those moves, you know, it really propelled their, their roster. Their roster was pretty light. But Golden State, you know, roster is not bad. But we, we haven't seen 
the Jordan Poole that we've seen last year or the year before. The guy's kind of been missing in action in terms of being able to create his own shot, create havoc for the defense, and give Clay and, and Steph, you know, rest on the offensive end. At times, you know, people are saying, well, do, we, do they need Clay Thompson last year? They're like, oh, I don't know if they need him. And that was, that was a big draw. Now you're like, it's impossible to play basketball in Golden State without Clay Thompson. Well, and then comes the issue with Poole before we, we move on here, Kenny, is the, the way that the season began with Draymond hitting him with a right cross and, and you know, and how the Warriors may or may not truly have put that to bed. Is there a conversation you guys have off camera or even on camera a little bit about this? Do you, do you think this is lingering? Do you guys talk about that? Well, I, on, I mean, I think – I think I think that we all like think that it could linger, but I think as a professional, you say it should not because we're now 82 games later. You know, we're not in 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 the same scenario that we were in before, and you know, I, I would think that there still could be some animosity, but in fact, affecting his individual play to the to the level that it has, I think at times, I wouldn't think that that's the reason. Um, because as an individual, you're still doing your own workout. You're still doing, you know, your same drills that you do to get ready for a basketball game. And at times, he just doesn't seem ready for the moments that they're expecting to him to have. Like he has a he has a bigger role than he's had prior to that. And I think defenses have, have, have now he becomes a primary target on the scouting report. I think that has just as much to do to with it than just. I got in a fight with a teammate publicly. Emmy-nominated Kenny Smith, an author of Talk of Champions, Stories of the People Who Made Me, which is available today wherever you get your books, calling into the Rich Eisen Show. A few minutes left with him. If you put your marker on any of the remaining eight teams, obviously it would be tough to put your marker on the teams down 3-1 and the Warriors and the Knicks. But you got two other series tied at two apiece. Who do you put your marker on right now to win it all, Kenny? Well, I, I still think that, you know, the Denver Nuggets are still in the mix of everything. Uh, you know, to me, they from top to bottom, when you watch them play, they have every piece in every game. They're, they're a team that when you look at them, you go, what holes do they have? And you go, do they have a great center? Yeah, do they have a great point guard? Do they have a great bench? They have good coaching. They have everything that would mark a champion. They just have to deliver now um, because I think they are the best team in basketball. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we're taking bets right now, Kenny. Are you at an ATM or filling your car with gas? What are you doing right now? Uh, we're talking the bet to? right now is I was stopping to fill my car with gas, and I said no. Hmm. <laughs> and I waited Okay. because I, I had to stop. And I was like, man, I'll stop and, dr- and drive and see and stop on the side because i got to talk to my man. Rich. Okay, that's okay. I'm never going to talk and drive. Well, you're going to go high octane, right? The highest octane possible. No, nah, this is a rental car, brother. Come on, Kenny. You're putting it on the Turner Dime. What does it matter? What do you care? Oh, baby, it still gets the cheap gas, man. You never, you never pull a rental car. You don't treat a rental car like you treat yours. Okay. All right. I just understand. I just wanted to get this whole thing settled. Kenny Smith here on the Rich Eisen <laughs> Show. What, why, why'd you write the book, Talk of Champions, the Stories of the People Who Made Me? 
Kenny? Well, for me, it was it was more about like it, it happened actually after all the social unrest was happening that we hadn't seen at least in my lifetime the way it was when George Floyd and then I walked off the set. Uh, I don't know if you remember that. I, I said I'm going to join this march and walk off the set of the show. A week later, a literary ranger she calls me and she goes, "Kenny, you have a book." I always thought I could write a, like an article about my life, but not a book. And then she, I, she said, I said, why do you think that? She said, why did you walk off? I said, I really walked off because of all of the people that make. And there it was. I was like, it wasn't one moment. It was Dean Smith talks. It was Bill Russell. It was Shaq. It was Michael Jordan. All of the people that. So I was like, wow, there's other things about them that I look and take into my daily life that if I knew at 21 all the things that were going on, man, I, I, just, I, I, would, I should just share this information. Because I think when you read it, you'll feel better about yourself mm-hmm. because you'll start to understand why you do things and why, why did that work. Because, I, you know, honestly, Rich, I used to take for granted the people around me, meaning I thought everyone had Bill Russell around them or Dean Smith or Michael Jordans, or Chacks, or Charles. I thought that was commonplace. In business, you know, one of my good friends in college was David Kohler from the Gold Kohler family, you know, the largest plumbing company in the world. Slept on my couch in a, for summer school. Uh, Guy Oseri, who manages Sting, and Madonna, and the biggest names in, in business. Slept on my couch for like 45 days. I thought this was normal to have people like that around you. And then I realized that Everybody I knew had a book written about them. I was like, they're not normal. I, you know, and I need to tell the stories of what I see that makes them great and stories of champions. Well, and again, I don't want you to give away too much of the book here in the few minutes we have left. So of all the names that you just mentioned, I'll pull on the Bill Russell string. You got, you got a story you want to tell about Russell, what you learned from him, where you met him, anything about that? About Well, the biggest thing I learned from him it was in a casual moment, you know, he, he drafted me and he was my coach, my first coach. And so we're sitting on the plane and he's looking at like a sheet with all of these European players that they possibly could drive. Mm-hmm. So I, his, my job, he said, I always had to sit next to him every plane ride and every bus ride. Cause I was a rookie. So I'm looking at the notes and he's got these guys from Yugoslavia and everywhere. I was like, coach, you telling me there's no guy in Alabama that's just as good. Like, you're going to fly all the way over there. And he looked at it, he stopped, he said, Kenny, as an African-American, you can never not want inclusion. And so he took a moment that was so jokingly half-serious about basketball and taught me a life lesson that I move daily by, like inclusion and how to include everyone, even when I'm already included. That is the difference, you know, that when you're included, the test is, can you include someone else that isn't? That's what the test is. And so, for me, you know, there's millions of stories like that with, with Bill and I. When you read the book, you'll see some more. So, uh, again, um, I don't know if it's like the NFL where you're on draft day and you get a phone call and it's the coach or the, the GM or who the owner of the team saying, welcome to the team. Did you get a call from Bill Russell on draft day? Is that what you're saying, Kenny? Yeah, he was, he was the general manager president of the uh, and the coach of the team at the time. And so, yeah, he's like, hey, Kenny, we're drafting you. And it, which was interesting is because they never brought me in for an interview. 
So I was like, oh, that Sacramento's not going to draft me. And so he calls me, and he's like, well, Kenny, we draft, we draft you. I said, well, I was surprised because you guys didn't bring me in. He said, that's why we didn't bring you in. We didn't want anyone to take you <laughs> out of that. Right, yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. So, Bill, I mean, that, but that had to be uh, – and, again, I know you were around Dean Smith and you had a lot going on and, you, you know, you were around big-time basketball. But for a kid – you know, from Queens to look down at the phone, or or, or just uh, or or obviously at the time there's no call waiting. You pick up yeah, the phone and right that... now. We, we didn't have we didn't know it was. Yeah, good. I know, right? So, <laughs> we, so didn't, we, we didn't grow up in that era. Where I know. I just caught myself. <laughs> I just caught myself. I could have been a busy signal, right? Uh, no question. But and, I, I was, you know, in awe for sure. I mean, we we both were old enough to understand yeah. who Bill Russell was. Not even from a basketball standpoint, but from a social justice from a uh, cultural standpoint, we understand who he was. And to have him call you and be the person who drafts you into the NBA. And then, you know, even years later, which I wrote in a book, you know, 20 years later, when he had his statue put uh, up mm-hmm. in, at the Boston, in front of the Boston Garden, he called me again and asked me to emcee it. Oh. Come yeah, on. I mean, could you imagine? No. That call. No. He's like, Kenny, I want you to do it. I want you to MC it, you know, when you come out. And so I always had him in such high regard over the years, and we talked, but I, it just assured me that he felt a way about me as well. You know, I still keep in touch with his wife to this day. Mm-hmm. You know, I talked to her last week. You know, he, he is a figure that has always been influential in my wife, life. That's like getting a call from the president of the United States, Kenny. Oh, you know it's better. I mean? It's better for a basketball player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell the gang and everybody there at Turner, I said hi, say hi to Ernie, Shaq, Charles, the rest of the crew there. Uh, love watching you. I will be watching tonight. Couple game fives. That's all you got. I mean, my gosh, so much on the line tonight. You got any any quick thoughts on that before I say goodbye to you here on this Tuesday? Game five is the pivotal. Does the, does the, wink, the, the momentum shifters. Yep. But I always thought the series start only when a team is faced with elimination. That's how we felt in Houston, which is a little delusional, but mm-hmm. that's how you got to be. When it, so game five, it's, it's still got more left. In Boston and in Denver. Take care, Kenny. Congrats on the Thanks book. Uh, maybe we'll see you at the Emmys in a couple Mondays. Thanks, Kenny. Oh, appreciate that, brother. You see you soon. That's uh, Kenny Smith inside the NBA, NBA on TNT. But talk of champions, the stories of the people who made me, available today wherever you get your books. Do you agree with uh, not putting uh, high-octane gas in rent-a-car? Yeah. Hmm. Not my car. But it doesn't matter, right? If you, I guess it's money out of your pocket. Yeah, you pay. But even you're gonna, even though you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna expense it. It What about you, Mike? It all depends on who's paying for it. Well, I'm one of those guys. Turner's paying for it. Let's say Turner's paying for it. Ted Turner, he's paying for it. It is what it is. Ted Turner. (laughs) Whatever's there, it's in. If it's ninety-two, it's ninety-two. I kind of feel like I'd feel bad for the person that buys the car used. That you didn't take care of the car, but at the same time, you're buying a used rental car, you're getting what you get. TJ? I mean, I'm probably renting a Chevy Volt, so I ain't putting Oh, you know, oh I, so I, I, so I, you're using the, uh, your, your, your electric. <laughs> nah, I'm I mean, just You guys know what I do. Uh, yeah, I'm not putting the high-end gas in whatever car. No. I step it up and rent it. Yeah, he's renting like a, a Lambo or something. Yeah, it's a guy, so I got to put man. 92 in. What do you mean you're renting? Are you, what do you I mean, mean Rich, you, you know what I drove to the Super Bowl. I don't, it's like I rent, if I rent a car, it's got to be like, 
I gotta be. He's VIP. Nice Didn't you read his his? No, stop. His Instagram post. Excuse me. Stop. <laughs> Spoken like a man with no children. I have no children. I'm getting That's rid of the boat. That's what he said. Eventually. I'm gonna, no, once no. I retire. But you, you're going to get what? I'm going to get rid of the boat when I retire. I but I'm just going to be out there. Is it the, the point to have no, a No, 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 no. What? No, I'm in a bigger boat when I retire. Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay. So you're not gonna really be getting rid of I'm a not, boat. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to be land-based once I retire. <laughs> we'll talk about that another time. <laughs> I'm getting like I'm a, not going to be land-based. I want to be able to move. I do not. I'm, I'm buying a big catamaran, like a 60-foot catamaran, yeah. four bedrooms, three yeah. bathrooms. Yeah. You ain't going to see me again. Bye. See you. The thing is, you're not going to ever stop working. That's the problem. So I'll have this boat forever now. You're, yeah. you're, you're addicted to working. Great yeah. planning. <laughs> it's PPP. This is great planning. In my case. Okay. My whole life. Stugats. <sighs> exactly. Stugats. We'll take a break and preview tonight's game fives for you. And, uh, do we have to? Yeah. <sighs> yeah, we do. That's coming up on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat, where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Man, oh man, so it doesn't look like Chris Paul's going to play tonight, right? Uh, that's why the odds are moving a little bit. I don't know, moving what? Like, why would that affect anything? Landry Shamit only lit up the sky, yeah, so what else? Gonna, that ain't going to happen. Oh, really? Again. The guy's got a hell of an outside shot. Yeah, I mean... Lonnie Walker the fourth. Oh, that won't happen again, right? Until it goes it does. to show you, these guys sitting on the bench not getting any runs. They Sometimes are ready. You got to give them. They are ready. Give them their shot. They're professionals. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And you you said earlier about me not liking the Laker thing, which you're more than yeah, you're right. But I got to admit, when I see a guy like that, who you yeah. know you worked hard, worked hard, come off the bench and play like that, as a basketball fan, you, you do kind of love to see yeah. someone like Lonnie and Landry right. Shamit. In the same way of it. In the same way of. Waiting a very long time for your shot. There's the King of England now. <laughs> Did you like that switch? Hey, <laughs> you got there. <laughs> he did wait a he did wait a really long time. Really long time. I mean, he's 76. He's waited a long I mean, time. That's yeah. For a shot at the title. Yeah. And uh, top the championship crown. And um, so, 
We were going to do this segment yesterday, but Kevin Pollack told too many great stories. Yeah. So uh, my phone line, well, my phone, the Twitter accounts, whenever I popped on over the weekend, mm-hmm. well, I don't understand the affixation with the, the royal family, with all due respect to I anybody. I even know what's going on, Rich. To. It's the last it's pomp the, and circumstance in the world. I actually said they this have no power. But but exactly. They're like, they, we always say, it's like you're like the queen of England. Right. Rest in peace. There he is with, the, the, with the crown, you know, the crown jewels. I, lo- I, would, I would love to do that. I would do this. Is that the holy you hand grenade what? of Antioch? I would love to be the I'd be fun. No kidding. You'd like to be the king of she England? Yeah, of course you would. You got nothing. But, what is he doing? That'd be incredible if Mike Del Tufa becomes. Uh, okay. What are you? What, what line are you in? Like what? What's more? Uh, what's 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 more likely? <laughs> he becomes the king of England or the the owner of the Green Bay Packers with his one with his well, one. He technically share. is the owner oh, of the Packers. Yeah, I mean, I already am. So, yeah, but he yeah. is he is at least like in the mix. On he's on a list for the who's, Packers. Who's closer to to being in the in the in the lineage in the line of succession? Him or Landry Shamit? <laughs> the guys who are waiting a long time for their shot. <laughs> so we decided, Could you know Jordan what? Love. You know what? And we, and we did this before. Um, we, we, we came up with the idea for this, you know, before Lonnie Walker IV went off. Through that. And we were inspired by Landry Shamit and the King of England waiting a long time for their shot, making their shots, right? So we have decided to come up with uh, three... Sports figures, yep. each one of us, you, TJ, and you, Chris, have come up with one. I've come up with one as well, of who we're going to coronate. And it's been there a long time waiting that they're going to get crowned. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. That's straight, that's straight from this weekend's <laughs> ceremonies, I believe. <laughs> oh, Denny Very strange. There's no English that. accent. There's no British accent there. So give me if music. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Give me... <laughs> There you go. Thank you. <laughs> Had to do the. <laughs> <laughs> who, go, who goes first here? You, you go first. I'm going you, first. You go first. I gotta see. Go I gotta see where you're gonna take you this. Go first. Oh, this is easy. This guy's been waiting a long time. He's got one before, but it's been a while, long while. Wow. Everybody thinks he's got no show. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, if he's already oh, yeah. got That's one. So predictable. Well, why is it predictable? He's already been crowned. So what? He's been. <laughs> so what? <laughs> Sir Aaron of Rogers. <laughs> is going to be coronated and bring the Jets to the throne, to the seat of power in the National Football League, and he is going to lead them to the promised land. Been waiting, you know, in football years as long as Prince Charles waited to become king. I had a bad experience on this ride once before. (laughs) Thank you very much. Uh, he did not. He has won before, and he's about to be coronated once again. I believe Aaron Rodgers will wear the crown. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Thank you very much. Wow. Chris, who yeah. do you have? Okay. Now, this guy, the All-American. I'm going baseball. All-American. I, sorry, I can't hear you over whatever the this hell he's so playing. Loud. My God. So loud. I'm sorry. My God. My God. My God. I'm sorry. I'm bringing Jeez. it <laughs> He's the modern-day... Mickey Mantle. Oh boy! And then he's been the target of you know some of my slings and arrows yes, in, the, in the past. In the castle, all of his. You were storming the castle. His his twelve oh. career postseason at bats. But you know what? I think this is the year. Mike Trout wins a playoff series. Oh. I, I'm talking about being crowned. Here. He's going to be crowned. Triple crowned <laughs> to win a playoff series. 
If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. So crown them what? To get out of the first round of the playoffs? Yeah, I mean, that would be I a big accomplishment. What the hell? <laughs> you guys already won. That's like giving that's like giving Prince Charles with you know a house in the countryside with the corgis. He's gonna uh, get that uh, Mike Trust gonna get that little egg. He's gonna get Balmoral. A, a, a little egg. A little golden baseball. I'm saying he's going golden baseball. I'm saying he's going Aaron's going to the Buckingham Palace, man. <laughs> Sorry, uh, folks. All right, TJ. Sorry, folks. What do you got over there? Well, I'll just say this. <clears throat> King of Kings. And Lord of Lords, bless we beseech. What is happening? Thee this crown, oh my and so sanctify thy servant, James Harden, oh upon whose head this day thou dost place. James Harden, I need to see the beard get crowned. All right, his career, Chris, as you know, MVP scoring titles, but he's always been held back by that, by that. Theory that thought that he can't get it done when it counts. I need James Harden this year to prove all thy naysayers wrong I don't need and that. lead his team to a championship upon which a crown shall be placed upon. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. His head. Now, like a strip club See, term. He didn't say they're getting out of the second round. What do you mean? That would be a big accomplishment for my guy. You went ahead and gave him the whole enchilada. Yes. As I did as well. He's, he's going as far as Trout's going to win a playoff series. Indeed. Okay. Indeed, sir. Do we need one more? Oh. All right, we'll get one. You more. have one? Oh, no. Well, no. you know, I, I, oh, I do God. have one more. I do have one more. I'm just going to say this really What's quick. Happening? Are you doing one per team that I'm you gonna, like? I'm going to say this real quick. There is another man who I've known for oh, many yeah, years. He came into happening? the public's eye he sounds back like in Mario Mario doing a beef ninety-six. Okay. And he was part of a legendary duo. That brought forth news and entertainment for the masses. Uh, and yet year after year after year, this go. man has been denied his rightful place at the table. So I say this on this day. May Sir Richard Seth Eisen of Long Island Staten. be crowned. Staten, Staten Island. <laughs> whatever. Staten. Staten Long. Long, whatever. whatever be crowned takes. with an Emmy win. And have that crown placed upon his beautiful dome. Rich, I want to see you get your crown this year. Yes. I appreciate your sentiments. Thank you. Yes. Staten Island, Long Island, whatever. Whatever it takes. Some island. They're not the same, but it's fine. Good stuff. Well, Chris will say that Long Island is actually part of Manhattan. That's what he would say. Hey, thanks for having me on. That's my response to that segment. That's my response. But according to you... You know, I'm not winning. You know, if 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 I'm getting the Mike Trout treatment from this segment, I'm not winning the Emmy. I'm just getting out of the first hour of the ceremony. I think for us to be sitting there and make it out of the first hour, we all win. Would be, <laughs> you know what I mean? Mitch Eisen is awesome, baby. With a and again, it was this very strange part of the coronation over the weekend. Did you watch the coronation? Any part of the coronation? No, it's very it was very strange when when they made this announcement that Matt Liner would be next. And I'm like, wait a minute, he's not on the he's not in the line of succession, is he? You know? I didn't know uh, Mark Dalton had a position that high in the Royal If family. you want to crown him, then crown their ass. And then, and then they said Matt Liner will be next. It's very strange. Cuz I don't think he's next. It's uh it's William, right? William is next. Yeah, yeah. And then and then hell has to freeze over, and then Harry, right? Is that the way it works? No, Am William, I up on no, my Royals? No, William's son. Yeah, that's very strange that he's five minutes away, I mean, too. It's like, wait a minute. 
Charles has been waiting 76 years. You're giving him five minutes? Very strange part of the coronation. <laughs> Prince George is next. Ah. After. That's William's oldest son. Yeah. Got it. Thank you. be crowned with your gracious favor. Thank you. By the way, great job <laughs> writing it out. Yeah. yeah, I appreciate that. So I want to thank... Uh, <coughs> oh, sorry. TJ on a side note, Laura's not thank, part of New York either. I want to thank Terry Fontenot. Um, I'm going in order of people who are excited to be on the program. <laughs> Terry Fontenot was really excited. Terry, Terry yeah, Fontenot was excited. questions to really start. Excited, yeah. uh, and then there's Kenny the Jet Smith, who, who is multitasking. Yeah, yeah. He's trying to pump gas. Pump, and promoting his book, calling the program, and yeah. pumping gas. Yep. <laughs> and then Tom Telesco, who gave us tons of information, and then I, I lingered too long. Yeah. Hey, thanks for having me on. And then that's why I forced him to, to say that linger. after 22 minutes of talk. And I want to thank the, uh, the AT&T uh, operator <laughs> who tried, tried her hardest to get our phone lines back on during this. Are we going to uh, be back tomorrow? I, we, of course we are. No, the phone line. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on who's been crowned.